0: Morning News, 92.7 WMAY, Patrick Finiston and Mike today back tomorrow. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me this week. It's been fun, even though I've just been complaining about politicians, but that's kind of what we do around here. Pleased to welcome now uh, State Senator Steve McClure, who's a Republican from Springfield, uh, represents the 54th District, uh, after uh, gerrymandering is a little less of uh, the capital city, but uh, is is still one of the uh, uh, legislators for uh, Sangamon County as well uh, Senator good morning uh, I wanted to talk to you about uh, this Carlinville uh, nursing home situation where you had some some wrong remains that had been uh, given back to families I know Senate Democrats have a solution you have a solution what's uh, what what's being done about about this uh a kind of icky funeral home situation.
1: Well, myself and Representative Rosenthal and Representative Coffey have come up with a a bill that would, I believe, deter this from happening and also allow for families to receive justice should this happen again. And we work with Jim we worked with Jim Ullman to draft the bill, and so I think the language is um, is something that could pass both chambers, and essentially you've got a lot of people who either received the wrong remains um, and then got the correct remains, or received the wrong remains and then have never gotten the correct remains for the loved ones because the remains are no longer in the possession of the funeral home. So you've got people that will never get to have the remains of their loved ones to bury at any point ever. And so I believe that's a criminal act, particularly when you, when you see that it was intentional. I mean, the funeral home knew they were giving out the wrong remains. It is so anyway. A lot of these folks are veterans. And so these families and our veterans deserve better. And um, and I, I believe that the bill that we have filed in the Senate and in the House would would help to make sure that this doesn't happen again
0: does does this funeral home operator face any criminal penalties under current law i mean it it seems like there's at least a fraud charge
1: right yes there's there are i I believe the prosecutors are looking at creative ways to attempt to charge um, him with crimes however keep in mind patrick there there have not been any charges filed as of this moment and it shouldn't Mm -hmm. be that difficult charge something I mean this is really egregious it's really traumatic and horrible and so um it should be as simple as looking into the statute book and saying oh there we go you know this is wrong unfortunately we don't have that at the moment and so that's exactly why we have filed this bill uh this would solve that problem and i believe give families justice in the future and deter people from doing this Ever again, because it will put in place criminal penalties for it.
0: Senator Steve McClure joins us here on WMAY. I was pretty fired up earlier this week about the uh, story we saw over the weekend in the Tribune about how Democrats handled uh, pork projects uh, or, or district projects or however you want to put it. Uh, essentially that uh, a Democratic state senator got a two million dollar uh, bill allocation in the budget to essentially do whatever they wanted in their community while you a Republican Senator got zero. Um, I understand that there are perks to being in the majority and, and, and the minority, but why on earth should Rochester or Edinburgh or Stonington or Chatham that Doris Turner represents be entitled to help from state government that Pleasant Plains, Petersburg, Auburn don't get because you represent them. It it just seems like the ultimate in hubris. Uh, What's your reaction to uh, how that story was presented this weekend?
1: Well, you know, the the budget should not be used to be a slush fund for Democrat pork projects. And, you know, Republicans worked extremely hard uh, over the, uh, with the Capitol bill to ensure that we got taken care of in our districts. And, you know, to have an issue where uh, essentially if you don't vote for the budget, uh, which included all kinds of terrible things in it that were just things that we couldn't as Republicans vote for, including totally free health insurance for non-citizens and they don't even have to pay co-pays. And, uh, you know, the Democrats were not willing to help us save the scholarship program for, um, students to be able to go to the school of their choice. And so with those, with that, not in the budget, with really bad things in the budget, we couldn't vote for it. And so, uh, you know, it, we were essentially, Uh, money was held over our heads, and essentially it was then distributed to Democrat districts across the state. Uh, And, you know, that's not right. And certainly my hope is that this year we will be able to negotiate in good faith with the Democrats and we can maybe come to a resolution that works out for the citizens of our state because I think the average person that reads about this sort of a thing is outraged.
0: But are Democrats interested in negotiating any of the budget with you all? It, it, it seemed as if maybe the Senate had a little bit more of conversation uh, between Democrats and Republicans in the House. I mean, where the House there was literally none. But it—I uh, even reported on the the night that the budget fell apart last year that that Don Harmon was in John Curran's office. So, so we know
1: the Senate talked, but was it real? It was real, and President Harmon and Leader Curran did as much as they could to try to negotiate things up until the very end when it was clear there was not going to be an agreement. So I, I, I do believe that there is hope, at least in the Senate. I can't speak to the House because I was not involved in that. I just can tell you what I heard from other people, which I don't feel comfortable saying that sort of thing. Um, I, I, it, it was in good faith. So, so it was a good start, and hopefully this year it leads to actual results, and um, we'll see what happens.
0: Senator, before we let you go, the the migrant issue is real. Um, you know, it, it's whether whether I mean, we as uh, you as a state senator, me as a dope with a microphone in front of him, we, we, we can't change federal immigration policy today. Uh, the The busing is still happening. People are still coming here. People still need help. They're here legally seeking asylum. The city clearly, the city of Chicago clearly doesn't have its act together. Um, what should, from a Republican perspective, what should the state do to help this situation?
1: First of all, our state's being targeted with these buses because of the sanctuary state status that we have and the sanctuary city status that the city of Chicago has. And you've got Governor Pritzker who has tried to encourage people to come here. Well, now they're coming here. Um, and he acts like it's not his fault. He acts like it's everybody else's fault. And, you know, we've got to change our statewide policies. And you've got a, a Democrat mayor of Chicago who talks about what a crisis this is. Oh, and then he goes to the Grammys. I mean, this, these people are just so out of touch. It's incredible. So the first thing to sort of steady our ship is the governor needs to admit that we don't have the resources to handle an influx of migrants. We just don't. And so we've got to change our sanctuary state status. And I believe that if you were to pull the people of Chicago, the people of Cook County, and the people across the state, the majority of all people in this state would support that. But
0: the sanctuary status has nothing to do with the, the asylum seekers.
1: But it does, because the reason why the buses are coming from different states across the border, particularly Texas, to us, is because of our status as a sanctuary state. So if we didn't have that status, we would not be getting these busloads of people. And you might say, well, that's right or wrong for, uh, for a border governor to decide to only send these buses to sanctuary states. That's kind of not the point. The point is, is that that's the state's status right now, and that's why we're getting these buses of people, because Governor Pretzker and others have said we can handle a massive influx of migrants. In fact, we can't. And so it starts with setting policies that the people of our state agree with, and taking care of the people in our state that are ravaged by crime and by poverty that the governor quite honestly has ignored and his colleagues in the Senate and the House that are Democrats have ignored. And once we start taking care of people that have been here um, their whole lives, then we could look at helping other people, but guess what? We're not even close to that point because we're still seeing kids in the poorest neighborhoods in our state going to failing schools and their school choice has been taken away from them they're getting ravaged by crime, and the Democrats have made that much, much worse. And they're just um, uh, dealing with a situation where we've got uh, very few mental health services and very, very few jobs, really, for them to, to pull themselves out of poverty. So we've got a long way to go to get this state turned in the right direction. And Governor Pritzker is, you know, campaigning for Joe Biden in every other state. He needs to focus in Illinois.
0: Senator Steve and WMAY.